Hey, we're all looking to save, especially on medical bills, but where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings, well, it can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and they flag errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, saving starts with knowing where to look. Go to their website. It's HealthLock.com today before you see any other healthcare provider. Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, of now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. Now, as you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Now, you can get unlimited talk and text, plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, make the switch today. Save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, Sean Hannity here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, well, instinct, that might drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. but We all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of using deadly force. Now, enter the Burner Less Lethal Pistol Launcher. It is equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo. It can incapacitate any attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states. It requires no background checks, and it can be shipped right to your door. Go to their website, byrna.com slash Hannity right now, and you'll get 10% off. Stay right here for our final news roundup and information overload. All right, news roundup, information overload hour, 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. Uh, Now heading towards 700,000 early votes in the state of Georgia. My only fear about that number is early voting tends to favor Democrats because there's been this reluctance, resistance among conservatives and Republicans uh, to buy into early voting and mail-in voting. And I'm saying until you get to the point where you can change the system, make Election Day a holiday and and allow people to, if they want, they can apply for an absentee ballot. If you're in the military, if you're sick, elderly, infirmed, uh, maybe you're going to be out of town on business. You can apply for an absentee ballot that way. But then you have partisan observers in every precinct watching the voting taking place and then the vote counting from start to finish up close. And then that nobody will ever question election results ever again in the future. But until you get to that system by electing Republican governors and Republican legislatures, uh, you got to stick with the system you got. And the system you got is, okay. now, for example, in this runoff in Georgia, you got early voting, which tends to favor Democrats and uh, Republicans then end up on Election Day one week from today behind the eight ball. Anyway, in the uh, this is Herschel Walker, probably his latest ad, slamming Raphael Warnock over the management of this Columbia Towers issue. I'm Herschel Walker, and I approve this message. Reverend Warnock prays on the floor. Warnock's apartments are filled with mold, filth, human feces, even rotting corpses. Warnock's church pays him seven thousand a month for housing, while he leaves people living in filth. Shame on you! No, I hate to say you. Shame on you, Senator Warnock. What are you doing to address the situation with the mold and corpses at Columbia Towers? Warnock exploits the poor and serves himself. Wow, there was a Free Beacon article that Warnock steered sixteen million to a project that benefited the co-owner of the controversial low-income apartment complex. 
Uh, anyway, with us is former Speaker of the House. He knows Georgia really well. Newt Gingrich is with us. How are you, sir? I'm doing well, and frankly, I'm pretty excited by uh, what's happening. I think that a lot of Republicans are turning out. I think that uh, Governor Kemp, uh, coming off his big victory, uh, has piled on, and he and his team are doing everything they can to convince Republicans that this is a really important race, which it is. The, the difference between Herschel Walker winning and the Republicans being in a power-sharing 50-50 and Warnock winning and the Democrats being in the majority 51-49, that difference is enormous because if you have 50-50, then every committee is even, and that means the Democrats can't report anything out without Republican support. But if you're at 51-49, every committee will have a Democrat majority, and they will be able to report out the weirdest judges, the strangest appointees, and the, and the most obnoxious bills, and you won't be able to stop them. So this is actually a very big race over, over whether or not the Senate uh, will have an ability for Republicans to block all the bad things that we know that Biden wants to do. And I think so get- uh, my, my sense is, by the way, that a lot of the early voting is Republicans. Why is that your sense? I mean, I'm looking at the numbers. I'm looking at the demographics. I'm looking at the comparisons that are on. Because our, our, our mutual friend Randy Evans went to vote and was shocked by the turnout, both the scale of it. He, said he lives in Smyrna, which is, has been a Democratic area, and the turnout was overwhelmingly Republican. Uh, and he was just really surprised. In fact, he took a picture and sent it to me, and I think I sent it to you as a text message, uh, and just said, you look at that line, and you're looking at people who are going to vote for Herschel. And I think that uh, I think Herschel's also being helped by Georgia being in the S- in the SEC championship on Saturday, and by the fact this is the first University of Georgia team to be undefeated since Herschel Walker was playing at Georgia, and so it sort of brings up a lot of pride for University of Georgia alumni. And I think there's a sense of going out to help him get elected. I think uh, my sense is you know again I also give you know, Governor Kemp a, a lot of credit. He's uh, he's put together a great political organization. He beat, he beat Stacey Abrams by a big margin. He actually got, I think, 20,000 more votes than Herschel. Uh, and if he can convince the Kemp voters to now turn, turn up for, for Herschel, uh, this is going to be a very exciting election night. Let me let me play this ad. You mentioned Governor Kemp, um, and he did cut this ad for Herschel. Let me play it. What in the next two years do you intend to do differently? Nothing. I'm not going to change anything in any fundamental way. Families are struggling because of Biden's inflation, and Washington won't change unless we make them. Georgia's doing better than the rest of the country because we stood up for hardworking families. Herschel Walker will vote for Georgia, not be another rubber stamp for Joe Biden. That's why I'm backing Herschel, and I hope you'll join me in voting for him, too. Senate Leadership Fund is responsible for the content of this advertising. I mean, I think that's big, I think, for a lot of reasons. I mean, the governor has proven himself extremely popular. Uh, I think it was pretty easy going up against the person that said the worst state to live in is the state you wanted to be the governor of. I don't think I've heard a politician make that big a blunder or the disaster, which is General Jim Crow 2.0. Uh, and they turn out record. I mean, an astounding record of voting in Georgia history in this past general election. And by the looks of it, this runoff might be breaking records as well. Yeah, it may actually be higher turnout than it was for the presidential campaign. I mean, for some reason, people are on fire. They figured out this really matters. Uh, And I think think they want Herschel to win. 
Um, now we'll find out, you know, next Tuesday night. But I'm, I'm, I'm very encouraged by what I've heard so far, and by what I see from the the campaign effort. Yeah, let's let's look more broadly at elections have changed, and and you said something that I think was very very interesting, because look, you're a historian number one, you're a professor number two, uh, and you're a great strategic thinker and and politician number three, and. When you made the statement that you have to rethink every political election model that you ever believed in after this election, that that took me by surprise. Um, As I look at it and discern objectively what I think happened, I think part of it is that the way we vote has changed and changed dramatically. So Republicans are not playing on a level playing field and they're and part of it, you know, part of the blame has to go to them, doesn't it? No, no, absolutely. Look, I, I think one one of my conclusions, and Joe Gaylord and I just did a podcast at Newt's World uh, where we, we talked about what we've learned so far uh, as, as sort of an initial tentative response. And I think part of it is that their, their mechanisms are just better than ours, uh, partly because they have the advantage of Google and Facebook and what have you. You know, Google was methodically not delivering Republican fundraising emails in the last four days of the month. I mean, there are a lot of things going on to, to make it harder. But that, but in addition, you you put your finger on a key point. Republicans have this tendency to hold on to the money and then spend it in October. But if you have a third to half of your vote in the ballot box before you run your ad, then you're missing the whole point. And I think we, we have to recognize also that in a number of states, Pennsylvania is a good example. Oz uh, had had $40 million in negative ads from his opponent in the primary. He came out of the primary exhausted with no money, and for about five weeks, the Democrats were defining Oz, and he had no money to match them. Well, by the time they finish defining you, you're now clawing your way up out of a pretty deep hole. And I, I think that the, the Republicans have to have the guts to review everything, to recognize that their consultant model may be wrong, their core campaign model may be wrong. Now, I mean, this is not a disaster. We 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 won a lot of governorships by huge margins. We got over three million more votes than the Democrats for the House. Uh, there are a lot of things that 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 give give me hope. I mean, we've had a substantial increase in the Hispanic vote, a substantial increase in the Asian American vote, uh, a modest but real increase in the African American vote. Um, the only age group we lost was under twenty nine. And I think that's that's something we can work with and we can change. But every other age group, we were doing fine. And I think that uh, so so I don't think we need to be despondent and defeated. But we do have to recognize that there were there were some things the Democrats were doing better than us. And, you know, it's, it's a little bit like a football team. If you go out there and the other guys invented two or three new plays, you had better learn how to stop them and you better learn how to win uh, or there's no point in showing up. What do you think, and I've thrown this at you once or twice already, but I want to get your thoughts on it. I call it accelerated migration. You have a combination of the baby boomers now ready to retire. They want to go to uh, states that have lower taxes, better weather, uh, accelerated by COVID because they don't like shutdowns. Uh, They want their kids to have in-person learning. And so states like Indiana and Wisconsin and Michigan – and Pennsylvania, et cetera, they're all moving to Tennessee, the Carolinas, Florida, and Texas, making those states harder for any Republican to win the presidency and get to the magic number of 270 electoral votes. 
Do you think there's some truth to what I'm saying? Yeah, I think there's some truth. On the other hand, if, if Latinos continue to migrate towards us, that will more than offset the impact of internal migration. Uh, and if, if Asian Americans keep coming our way, and I think we had a 17-point increase in Asian American support for Republicans between 2018 and 2022. And despite all the talk about abortion, by the way, we actually did substantially better with women in 22 than we did in, in 2018. Mr. So, Speaker, we won the popular vote. When do we ever win the popular vote? Never. Well, I, I, we did some in the, in the 1980s, and the Democrats had gerrymandered us out of, out of winning. I mean, if I had said to you back in January, the margin of the majority in the House will be seats from New York and California, you would have thought Never would have crazy. believed it. I would have called I you crazy. Believed I wouldn't have believed either. But but things evolve, and I think... Uh, so what, I think is, that, what is your uh, big takeaway? What are the changes that need to be made? Because you've had time to digest these numbers, as I have, and, and those those are the two big things I come up with, is that Republicans need to embrace whether they like the system or not, the one that they have, not the one they wish they've had. And number two, they better pay attention to this migration issue because, yeah, Florida will win by 19 percentage points. We don't have to worry about Ohio anymore, but we're going to be fighting like hell for Georgia and Pennsylvania. And if Wisconsin and Michigan were hard before, they're going to be harder now. And the same with Arizona. Yeah, I, I would say a couple of things. One, I think that we have to recognize Democrats focus on the election. We focus on the campaign. Uh, and I think we need to learn to focus on the election. I mean, what matters is how many votes do you get in the ballot box, not how many TV ads do you run. And our consulting model is, ba is basically wrong because it rewards the consultants to be overly committed on television and not as committed on the ground game and on, on, on early voting. Uh, second, I would say we have got to figure out how to break into Gen Z and how to compete there. That's the one group we got beaten badly in. It is doable. Uh, but it requires us is, to be... Is it know, because the they wanted their them. student loan debt forgiven? Is that why? Oh, I think it was a combination. It, it became the in thing to do. Uh, and, and I am told that in a number of universities, they actually offered people additional uh, points on their final score if they go vote. So I think you had 73% turnout in Ann Arbor, for example, the University of Michigan. I mean, just amazing. Um and, and I'd say that the other thing we have to recognize is we something we've worked on a lot at, at uh, America's uh, New Majority dot com, which people can go see for themselves. Uh, that um, there is a cultural majority that's huge, but we don't translate it into a political majority. And because they are a machine in places like New York, I mean, how can the, how can the governor? given the, the crime record, given everything else going on, how can she get 69% of the vote in New York City? Well, that, that's a machine problem. Uh, that's not just a conversion problem, but that's figuring out whether they have built a real machine. You know, violent crime is committed in America every 24 seconds. When it hits your doorstep, well, one wrong decision could mean losing your home, your freedom, or even worse. And that's because just owning a gun is not enough anymore. Listen, you need a new way to protect yourself and your family. And what I'm about to tell you has never been shared here until now. 
Rob Chadwick. I've met him. He's the former head of training for the FBI at Quantico. That guy. Yeah. Rob and the U.S. Concealed Carry Association, they have created a free video you need to watch so you can get ready for what is coming in 2024. This video is not for everyone. It has one of America's most important law officers giving tips that very few civilians ever get to hear. And it's available only for you, Sean Hannity listeners, for free for a limited time. Go to the website, DefendFamily.com, and watch it for free right now. That's D-E-F-E-N-D, family, one word, DefendFamily.com. Hey, today more than ever, we're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings can seem impossible. And by the way, who has the time? Now, HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your family insurance and reviews your medical claims as they come in from your healthcare providers. Then HealthLock's technology flags and alerts you to any errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud to help you and your family save. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save more than $130 million. Now, saving on medical bills starts with knowing where to look. HealthLock, they make it simple and easy to find and fix any hidden medical bill error. Now, to save, go to their website. It's HealthLock.com. One word, HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. Once again, Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, they're investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. And I'm really happy to announce that Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, and now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. You get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of the big carriers, Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Now bring your phone or get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash Sean. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Make the switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. You know, a violent crime is committed in America every 24 seconds. When it hits your doorstep, well, one wrong decision could mean losing your home, your freedom, or even worse. And that's because just owning a gun is not enough anymore. Listen, you need a new way to protect yourself and your family. And what I'm about to tell you has never been shared here until now. Rob Chadwick, I've met him. He's the former head of training for the FBI at Quantico. That guy, yeah. Rob and the U.S. Concealed Carry Association, they have created a free video you need to watch so you can get ready for what is coming in 2024. This video is not for everyone. It has one of America's most important law officers giving tips that very few civilians ever get to hear, and it's available only for you, Sean Hannity listeners, for free for a limited time. Go to the website, DefendFamily.com, and watch it for free right now. That's D-E-F-E-N-D, family. One word, defendfamily.com. Hey, today more than ever, we're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings can seem impossible. And by the way, who has the time? 
Now, HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your family insurance and reviews your medical claims as they come in from your healthcare providers. Then HealthLock's technology flags and alerts you to any errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud to help you and your family save. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save more than $130 million. Now, saving on medical bills starts with knowing where to look. HealthLock, they make it simple and easy to find and fix any hidden medical bill error. Now, to save, go to their website. It's HealthLock.com. One word, HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. Once again, Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, they're investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. And I'm really happy to announce that Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, and now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. You get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of the big carriers, Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Now bring your phone or get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash Sean. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Make the switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. All right, we continue more with Duke Gingrich, former Speaker of the House. What about candidate selection? Like Mastriano, for example, a nice guy. You met him. You were at our town hall in Pennsylvania. But no exceptions for rape, incest, or the mother's life on abortion in a purple state. Uh, Oz did make those exceptions, and he did have ticket splitting that were double digits. I mean, Mastriano lost by, uh, you know, a whopping 14 points. Oz by, what, two, two and a half points. Yeah, and, I, and this was happening all over the country. The, you know, Ron Johnson ran well ahead of the candidate for governor, and the candidate for governor was Lake Mastrano. I mean, I think part of what people have to recognize, no matter how pro-life you are personally, you are not going to win an election with a hard-line, no-exception position. You can win an election with exceptions for rape and, and incest and life of the mother. You can win an election with with a cutoff at, say, 15 weeks, uh, which is actually much preferable to people than the Democratic Party position of, of abortion on, on, uh, with uh, taxpayer paying for it all the way up through the ninth month. But, again, you've got to understand that the country was sending certain signals. They weren't going to go that far. And you just have to decide, are you, are you a political party trying to win an election, or are you an issue-oriented group that wants to make a statement while you get beat? Oh, I think you raised a lot of good questions, uh, and and I think we're going to get to the answer sooner than later, and I'm sure there's going to be a lot of uh, an analysis in the days, weeks, months ahead, and hopefully they make, you know, ad- they, they make adjustments and they adapt to the changing conditions uh, that are in the country, and, and then hopefully bring in a system that makes more sense. Uh, anyway, Newt Gingrich, thanks for being with us. Appreciate it. Good talking to you. This, this is the Sean Hannity Show. All right, 25 down to the top of the hour. Peter Ducey did a great job yesterday. John Kirby was uh, the White House press secretary for the day. Anyway, Ducey grilling him on the issue of oil companies now drilling in Venezuela. 
And now they're going to make a murdering thug dictator like Maduro rich when 50 percent of the world doesn't even recognize him as the legitimately elected president of Venezuela. Listen. On the sanctions relief for Venezuela, why is it that President Biden would rather let U.S. companies drill for oil in Venezuela than here in the U.S.? That's uh, not an accurate take uh, on the president's view. Earlier this month, he said no more drilling. There is no more drilling. Does the president think there's some benefit to the climate to drill oil in Venezuela and not here? No, it has nothing to do with a benefit to the climate, Peter. Pretty unbelievable. Uh, no answer for that at all, whatsoever. Um, Kevin McCarthy made a challenge to, uh, to Joe Biden in the administration, invited Biden to the border and explained... To, to explain how bad it is. Why is there this resistance? Why won't Kamala Harris, the borders are? Why won't Joe Biden go down there? Why won't they look for themselves and see what these, these states are having to deal with? I'll tell you the answer, because they, they know what's going on down there. They don't care. They support it. They're advocating it. And Chuck Schumer made it clear after the election that he wants amnesty for every illegal immigrant. Anyway, here's McCarthy uh, saying that and talking about how out of control the border is right now. I think the administration got an indication it's going to be different. How so? Um, I invited the president to go to the border with me. I explained to the president, he asked me about the border, so I told him about my current trip. Just in El Paso, in one, on one overhang of a freeway, 70,000 people have come across in the last seven weeks. If we would send people back to the country that they came from, the border agents would tell you they stopped coming. The border agents themselves are cut short that there's not enough of them, that they're sitting and working the job as processing. We could have somebody else do that job so they could be out front. I explained to the president what I saw, where you could see the videos of these cartels literally shooting tracers at our National Guard. A woman hung because she didn't pay the cartel her feet cut off, put on fire, that the cartel's controlling as you watch them across. But I also explained to him what's happening when it comes to fentanyl. There's not just any city. Every city today is now a border city. Your affinity with Bakersfield now. In our own junior high, a junior high at the age of 13 brought 150 fentanyl pills to school. It's killing our youngest generation from 18 to 45, the number one factor, coming from China, making these cartels wealthy. So you've got to lean on President Xi. You've got to stop the cartels. And my expression to the president, too, was it is a different situation now that it's become so bad that we need to have our own military embedded with the border agents to be able to be on a level competing with these cartels and what they have done. The control of our border is lost right now. That is why I asked Homeland Security Secretary to resign. And come January 3rd, we'll have an investigation of why the border has become the situation it is and not to allow them to continue along the same path. All right, let's get to our busy phones here. Crazy times we're living in. Uh, let's say hi to, is it Jed is in Florida? Jed, how are you? Glad you called. I'm great, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. What's going on? I wanted to uh, talk a little bit about, I grew up in South Florida. My father was a... Yeah, you're breaking up on me. Let me uh, let me try and get you back. Uh, let's try Barbara in Florida. Barbara, how are you? Hi, Sean. Great pleasure to you. What's going on? To you. Hi, can you hear me? 
Yes, ma'am. The pleasure's all mine. Glad you called. <laughs> yes, sir. I just wanted to make a comment about the uh, situation with Twitter and the people who are swearing that they're going to leave because of Elon Musk. Um, you know, I've never had a Twitter account in my life, but if it will help more liberals to leave the platform, I will gladly create an account and pay my eight bucks, and I'll create an account for my husband and pay his eight bucks, too. Well, by the way, you only need the eight bucks if you get a blue check mark, meaning it authenticates somebody that's in the public eye. So you don't have to pay the eight bucks. You can just sign up for free and, and get your own Twitter handle. Um, I'm interested. For, well, let me backtrack. I find this everything about Elon Musk is pretty fascinating to me. This, this guy's got a wicked sense of humor. The left can't take it. They're bubbling and fizzing. It's sort of like the same reaction they have to Donald Trump. Um, I found his tweet, his tease about dropping a bombshell about how Twitter free speech suppression files that he found. Uh, I'm assuming that has to do with Hunter Biden's laptop issue weeks before the 2020 election. So I would really look forward to seeing what he has on that. Uh, then he takes on Apple and Apple's power in a series of tweets yesterday. He accused Apple of threatening to pull Twitter from its app store and trying to censor Twitter. And his answer is fine. I'll take on Apple and I'll build a better, a better phone than they do. And I'll take them on. And anyway, so he's going up against some of the most powerful forces in the country. He seems pretty fearless to me. And he actually wrote, this is a battle for the future of civilization. If free speech is lost uh, in America, tyranny is all that lies ahead. I mean, he's, he's just a smart guy. I find I find what he says unique and interesting. I love his combative personality. And and he certainly has, you know, it, it's just, just interesting to watch him work. That's what I find. So I said when AOC said she's not going to pay the eight bucks, he says, basically, don't let the door hit you on the way out. Uh, I wrote, well, if that's going to, you know, cause squad members to leave Twitter, then I'm going to I'm willing to pay the eight bucks because that's going to be a better place. Twitter is, is so dominated by the left, um, which is why I don't even have my Twitter account password. My staff will not give it to me because I told them to never give it to me, even if I beg for it. Well, I understand that. I've never seen the, the need to have Twitter. Um, I've been cautioned a couple of times on Facebook that I was being inappropriate, um, not meeting their community guidelines. But I, I'm, I love Elon Musk. I think he's doing a wonderful job. I'm fascinated by him, and I think it's, it's going to take somebody like him to take on the left. Yeah, I, I, I think it's pretty fascinating. Um, anyway, good call. We have money to tell them what to do, you know. Barbara, great call. Hope you'll check in often. We appreciate it. Um, I did like the Alyssa Milano exchange, Linda. We talked a little bit about it yesterday, and she said she traded in her Tesla, and she got a an electric vehicle from Volkswagen. And I did not know the history of Volkswagen. Apparently, it was created uh, by the Nazis in World War II. Yeah, I think it's um. You know, it's really, it's really a shame. You know, Alyssa Milano, I, I, I struggle a lot. Anthony and I talk about this all the time. I really do struggle with watching anything or listening to anything anymore because these people that are just, you know, talking heads or musicians, you know, like do your craft, whatever that is and stay out of politics because you have no idea what you're talking about. And not for nothing, if you're going to tweet something and blast the CEO of a company, Please do your homework. Get your facts straight. Like if I was going to tweet something to like at Jack when he was running Twitter, 
and I was going to blast him, I can promise you I would do my homework before I blasted him on his own platform. Like, she's so stupid. I I mean, it's not even hard. Like, if you're going to say something like that, do a little bit of homework. Try a little harder. But she's so used to having other people write her words for her and just hopping on a bandwagon and trying to stay relevant. Just be quiet. Live in your moment. Who's the boss is done. It's done. Time to move on. <laughs> Let it go. It's okay. What year what, was that? The eighties or the nineties? Yes, that's the eighties. You know. Oh I mean, my just, gosh! It's and that was a great. Listen, show. I don't really care about her. It's to me. It's just interesting how wrong they are. One thing that you know, we, we spent a lot of time today talking about Georgia and the elections, et cetera, et cetera. This is one truth that I know this audience doesn't want to hear. There are way more people that have been buying into radical socialism, climate alarmism, than we have any idea about. I mean, to us, to anybody with a brain, it's it's obvious that the <clears throat> lifeblood of the world's economy is oil, gas, and coal. There is no alternative. There are no renewables that can fill the gaps, even come close to filling the gaps. And that means for the near future, defined as the next couple of decades. So. You know, he, here's Elon Musk. I'll give you another example of him. Even he is saying, and, and this is Mr. Electric Vehicle, that we're going to have to drill more. We're going to have to get more natural gas and frack uh, because we don't have the technology that they say they want to transition to. Transition to what? You know, when Joe Biden made the comment, no new coal plants, and we're going to shut the plants down. Okay, what, what are you going to replace it with? It, it'll be fascinating to see this winter. How yeah, much? But, how, first of all, people's reaction to the high cost of, of heating their homes. Secondly, what happens if the New England power grid shuts down because they don't have enough natural gas to run it? Can I which actually, is a very real possibility. Go ahead. Can I say something to all of this? You know, I was thinking this yesterday. I didn't say anything because I was too angry. But today I'm a little bit more even keel, I think, because I'm just I feel so exhausted by the whole thing, which is. There's, I'm exhausted. I am. I'm Go exhausted. Ahead. I'm so sick and tired of just dealing with stupid and and willful ignorance, like the actual original definition of ignorance. Like you're choosing to not know, which, okay, fine. My issue is this. Right now, we got a bunch of kids that are sick, right? Because we masked them up and we kept them home and now we threw them all back together and there's this just like exacerbated cold and flu season with the RSV. And, you know, my little guys are no exception to this and we're kind of all going through it. But what's really troubling is you go to the pharmacy, you go to the store, you don't have baby formula, you don't have baby Motrin, you don't have kids Motrin, you don't have cough and cold syrup for kids, you don't have amoxicillin, Tamiflu, you don't have anything because 90% of our stuff is made in China. Now, the hard part about all of this is that now we have our antibiotics and our pharmaceuticals, which have been for years been being made in China. We have our oil and our energy supply coming from communist dictators and, and countries that don't support American ways of life in any way, shape, or form. And then we're completely and totally bankrupting our own nation all at the same time. And people want to talk about things that have absolutely nothing to do with stuff that we actually care about, like putting food on the table, because you can't put food on the table because we're on the verge of a railroad strike. We've got China in a massive lockdown for no reason other than control, which we get... 30 to 40% of just some of our basic goods from them beyond just the medicines. And I, and I talked to somebody today and she's like, I don't understand what's happening in the world. And she meant it sincerely. And I said, well, what, when you think of global warming, what do you think of? And she was like, Oh, I, I just feel like we need to protect our, our world and we need to go green. I said, okay, well, what does go green mean to you? What does that mean? And she just kind of looked at me. I'm like, 
get off of the soapbox and tell me what it means to you. And she's like, to put my plastic in recycling. I'm like, okay, well, plastic is made from oil and oil comes from the earth. And we are the number one country in technology and clean drilling and clean hydrofracking. You look at places like India and China and Venezuela. They're not doing Russia. We're not doing clean drilling over there. It's dirty. It's not good for the environment. So if you really care about the environment, bring it back to America. I mean, sorry that I'm on a tangent here, but it just ticks me off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, listen, these, these, the lack of uh, knowledge and the, 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 the level of ignorance is mind numbing. Yes. It just is. And, and the thing is, they think we're crazy. Then they're the ones that are absolutely nuts. And can and I play insane. one more thing, Sean, that you've played that I think we should play again? We've got this scientist again. talking about, okay, you don't want to use oil. You want to use electric cars. Let me explain to you how that really works. Go ahead, Jay. Do we want to go all electric by 2035? Is it practical to do it now? Well, we can make this whole discussion easy with the two-letter word, no. There's no such thing, of course, as a zero-emissions vehicle. The real question is, where are the emissions associated with the electric car? Because what you do with an electric vehicle is you don't eliminate emissions, you export them somewhere else. You have to dig up about 500,000 pounds of materials to make a single 1,000-pound battery. It takes 100 to 300 barrels of oil to manufacture a battery that can hold one barrel of oil equivalent of energy. Just manufacturing the battery can have a carbon debt rate ranging from 10 tons to 40 tons of CO2. And the plans that are in place to increase the use of batteries will require an increase in production of minerals like lithium, cobalt, zinc. Demand for those minerals will increase between 400% and 4,000%. There isn't enough mining in the world to make enough batteries for that many people for their car. Yep. Wow. There you go. I'm the, who's been saying this? Twenty-two grand more to build a, a, an electric vehicle over a gas-powered vehicle. That's what it costs. Twenty-two grand more. Then you got to use heavy equipment that uses diesel to pillage Mother Earth for the manganese, the cobalt, and nickel, and all the other all the other minerals necessary. Then you're going to power up the electric vehicle with a grid that is 90% built on fossil fuels. How does that make any sense? It doesn't. All right, that's going to wrap things up for today. Hannity tonight, 9 Eastern, Fox News, Senator Ted Cruz, Kevin McCarthy, Kellyanne Conway, Mike Huckabee, Mark Meadows, Pete Hegseth, Leo 2.0, Terrell, and Pam Bondi. News you'll never get from the media mob. 9 Eastern, Hannity on Fox. We'll see you then back here tomorrow. And thank you for making this show possible. Hey, if you want a firearm that is easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from our friends at Henry Repeating Arms. Now, it is a portable rifle that you can put together, take apart in just minutes, and then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case that it comes in. It's so small, you can store it pretty much anywhere, and it's light enough to carry everywhere. Now, it comes in black and two different camo patterns, and you can pick one up for three to 400 bucks, depending on the finish. Check out their videos. Go to their website. It's one word, henryusa.com slash survival. And while you're there, make sure you order their free catalog. Now, Henry makes more than 200 rifles and shotguns and revolvers, all made in America, all backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website, henryusa.com. Get their free catalog. They'll send you free decals and a list of dealers where you are. That's henryusa.com, free catalog decals for the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle.
Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, they have supported our nation's heroes and their families ever since. Heroes like Marine Corps Sergeant Adam Mayo. Now, Mayo served our nation for over seven years before he was catastrophically injured during training. Now, he was left paralyzed from the chest down, severely limiting his ability to move around his home independently. Now, Tunnel to Towers paid for Sergeant Mayo's mortgage, and that removed that financial burden from him and his family. The foundation gave him a specially adapted smart home designed for his very specific needs and injuries. And Tunnel to Towers has already come to the aid of so many heroes and their families by providing mortgage-free homes. They can only do it with your generosity. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget. We hope you'll join all of us here at Team Hannity. Go to their website, commit to $11 a month. Go to the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org. The letter T, the number two, the letter T.org for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Hey, we're all looking to save, especially on medical bills, but where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings, well, it can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and they flag errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, saving starts with knowing where to look. Go to their website. It's HealthLock.com today before you see any other healthcare provider.